Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's the weekend. You know what time it is. That means it's time for yet another edition of Subject to Change Podcast. Woo, woo, that's right. We got a name. We here, full swing. The show is in full effect here. I'm your host, Vince McMahon's, being joined by Chad G. What's good? And my boy, the Slim Sensei, Dylan. Yo. And together, we are the fabulous three bros. Here to bring you... <laughs> All that's going on in the week of wrestling as we work towards uh, further along the road to WrestleMania. Uh, we got a little bit to discuss this week. I know we, um, we're we coming off of a pay-per-view last Sunday. We have Fastlane to, uh, to discuss. Also, the match card leading up to WrestleMania as it stands right now. Now, going off of last week, we did a few predictions for Fastlane uh, to see how things will go. And as it turns out, our current predictions champion is Chad Gelfan. Woo! Chad won. I got a title with a score of four to two to one. Um, I mean the show. The show kind of. It wasn't. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a bad show. Like, what, what would you guys kind of rank it? I mean, I think it was just like a average pay per view. It's not really. My expectations weren't too high just because of the fact that this is such a filler pay per view every single year, and really it's just like setting up the stage for the big event of the year. Uh, I think it was like it was more of an unnecessary pay per view. Yeah, like like you said, it was it was average. Like it, nothing was like too bad on the show. And like the main event, I thought between Daniel Bryan and and Roman Reigns was great, but like everything else was just like inconsequential. Like it seemed actually, it seemed like it it helped like stall feuds more, more than it helped like more than boosting them up. Like uh, like the Sasha Banks and and Bianca Belair uh, tag team match with. Nijax, like you have you have them once again like taking another unnecessary loss and and like the story i guess it was furthered at the end with when sasha slapped bianca but i feel like you could have gone in there without having that that tag team match in that feud and reginald's involvement and everything yeah i feel like they could have did that in the first match instead of yeah. having us wait this long or yeah instead of like running it back like twice and then doing it here it does seem like they're like a bit like just like one step behind. Now, do y'all think that made Bianca look weak or do you think it was what was necessary to keep the storyline going? Because I know last week we said this storyline really wasn't really making a cut like that, you know? So is it, are you in, more into it now seeing that Bianca, uh, Bianca's got the shit slept out of her and then just waiting for her retribution? I mean, I was always into it, but I think now that they're like actually like at each other is like, now that they're on each other's ass, like I feel like it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree, with Dylan. Uh, with or Sim says I, uh, I like <laughs> said government name. Uh, but yeah, I agree because I think on SmackDown, like they they did a lot, did a lot of legwork uh, to help further the feud. Like you, sh- you showed like Sasha having more heelish tendencies tendencies now, and then you have Bianca uh, like slapping Sasha back, and she explained too why she didn't. Uh, like go after her after she slapped her at Fastlane. I thought like that worked too. So I think I think they're on the right track now uh, with this feud, and I'm interested to see like what happens next week with it. Right. So I mean, as far as like storylines progressing throughout the show, I think that was probably besides the main event. Looking back at the card now, that's probably like the only thing that's really progressed the storyline much further. Except, I mean, we could uh, talk about this a little bit now. How about? Um, the Randy and Alexa Bliss match. I, for one, I think I might have been the only one to predict the Fiend actually showing up. Mm-hmm. He did. He came back looking crisp, burnt. Um, does this excite you now? Does this get the uh, the feel spot engaged? Pause. Uh, 
I I just can't be excited about anything. Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, really. Like, really? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I've not been into this feud at all, really. Like, he looks cool, I guess, with his with his new like costume and everything, the fiend. But like with Bray Wyatt, I feel like everything's like just like it's it's not enough steak with him. It's like more sizzle with, with Bray Wyatt. Like a lot, like it. And if this match is just like a straight up like wrestling match between Orton, like I thought it was at least gonna be like a fly, a Firefly Funhouse match. But if it's just like a straight up like one on one match between Randy Orton and the Fiend, like I'm not that interested in that match at all, really. Yeah, I'll probably agree. Dylan, were you disappointed that Alexa Bliss didn't get punk kicked? <laughs> I was very disappointed. I'm not even sure why I was disappointed. There was no RKO. There was nothing. We did see fireballs. We saw uh, uh, Kamehameha's. You know. Do you do you think that happens at WrestleMania where Randy finally RKO's Alexa? Oh, did he RKO before? I think he did, right? Early he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did, right? Okay. Yeah, he did. I think. So I guess um, I guess punt. What do you what do you punt? Uh, Alexa, would Bethany. they would they show that? I don't know if they would, especially uh, on Peacock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still Women's History Month. I don't know if they'd show it. Not it April. would be April. Not yeah. April. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it's over. It would have wasted no now. time. Yeah. And this is the same company that had uh, Seth Rollins curb stomp Big E on MLK Day mm. that one year. Yeah, they make some questionable decisions. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say, like for me, this. It was probably the best move to at least get me somewhat interested in the storyline because at first it was just kind of running stale probably because Bray hadn't shown up for a while. But I think now that he's back, I'm just a little excited to see what he's going to do with the character now because I'm always just interested in Bray Wyatt as a creative. He always comes up with a way to innovate his character, to make things like work a little bit. You know, I was into the Firefly Funhouse stuff when he was first doing it. But now it seems like the Fiend is like, in full effect it doesn't seem like he's going to have that duality to his character so i'm interested to see if that's going to make it you know run stale or if it's going to actually like excite it a little bit knowing that he's possibly even more dangerous than before well, i mean like like it just doesn't work that well in like a wrestling context like once he actually has to have like the like his segments and stuff like the like yeah. the Fire funhouse bits like those work like the the firefly's funhouse like match he had with john cena at wrestlemania like that worked but like once he actually has to have like, like the like the goal of every like rescue feud is eventually like have like an actual match. But I feel like with the the fiend's character like, like it doesn't really work that well. It doesn't work like, long term. Yeah, it like yeah, like you said, it doesn't work long term. Because there's not much you can do with it at a, at a certain point. It's like you can't just keep going with this invincible monster. Like at some point he has to get beat. But it's like if you set the standards to where you know he can get. What happened to him? Like he didn't the hell cell fire match. and exploded. Oh my god! Yeah, the helmet cell match. Like that, yeah, I think that metal on top of his the first head. time. Like, yeah. What? How many curb stomps? They like ten like curb stomps. <laughs> the fronts kept kicking out, and then they called it because they bashed them with like a mallet under chair. Like, it, like you can't. Like, his character's like it's a book and trap. It is. Yeah. It really is. Like you can't do much with him. Basically, like he's like on his own little corner, like of the show. Like he, you can't really like tie that much like into him as a character my best hope for the fiend is that he becomes like adjacent to the boogeyman where he kind of just pops up whenever. <laughs> the boogeyman he just pops up whenever like <laughs> just, you know like if they ever have any problem with a storyline like if I they wanted just, like, yeah they want to just like pull the plug on something they could just pull the fiend out and just be like oh just had a fiend show the fuck up and just i feel like i feel like they did with hornswoggle like a lot like remember like the guest gm <laughs> this man's illegitimate son i feel like yeah. every time they were just like oh Hornswoggle is the answer. Yeah, I mean, after this, I mean, I don't I don't really know what else is left for the fiend to do because his the line of the lineage, I guess, of the his matchups has been people he has had history with. I mean, we still haven't seen him in Roman, so is it possible like, that's the direction we're going in? Or I feel like Roman doesn't want to like get caught. Like I, I don't want to speak for him. No, I feel like no, he, 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 he get away from him. <laughs> like he, because he immediately went to a different, like they immediately went to the different shows. Like once he came yeah, back, he was like, funny. He was like, he came uh, in, he no. came in, like, like he had a direct line, a few with, with him, like off the bat, like just based off how he came back at, like some, like he attacked him at SummerSlam with the yeah. chair, and he feuded with, he had that match with Braun Strowman, but then like he did nothing with like with Fred Wyatt or the Fiend, like afterwards. So I feel like I feel like they don't really like mesh 
like they wouldn't really mesh well like those two characters like Roman's is like more based in like reality it's like he's, he's very grounded as a character and then like like Bray Wyatt's more like fantasy if Roman is at the head of the table Bray Wyatt is under the table biting niggas toes and shit <laughs> but anyway um Fast Lane. What else happened on Fast Lane? We saw Seth Rollins and Shinsuke have a fire matchup. Um, Chad, you were the only one to call Seth for that match. We also had uh, Drew and Sheamus had a pretty fire match. So I mean, when I when I consider those two, I mean, I want to say the car was bad. I didn't get to see Riddle versus Mustafa Ali because it was on the pre-show, but Riddle obviously won. It wasn't bad. It was just like inconsequential. I think. Yeah, because we all like, wanted Mustafa Ali to win, but now it's like, like we said, if he were to lose, it's like where's oh, wait. going? And now they're done officially. Yeah, now, right? they broke up. Yeah, that's what happened. They broke. That's another thing that happened. They broke right. up. What do you What do you think that the members go? Can they go back to NXT? Like Donovan? Like what? What is it? Donovan Dijak? Oh, he's not. He's not that anymore. Some people, Dom, Donovan Dijakovic, whatever his name is. <laughs> NXT. I would like to see it, but some people. Some people think that there's still a leader out there, a future leader for retribution. No, that's dead. That's dead. And it might that, be. That group is dead. That might group is, be. That group is beyond. Dead. They got a spirit squad then. It's like somebody's got to emerge, like like Dolph Ziggler emerge from the spirit squad, like rise from the ashes <laughs> of a failed group. But I don't know where I saw this, but some people are saying maybe Keith Lee, bringing Keith Lee back and having him be the leader. And I'm just like, please, no. Please. No, don't put Keith this Lee This group in is that cursed. Nonsense. This yeah, group like, is no, cursed. No. The only reason why I could kind of see it is because obviously his uh his uh fiance is in it, um Mia Yim. And his like rival slash friend Dajakovic is true. in it as well. So it's like they hmm. have connections, but I mean like, it's, just connections. Like a, it's just a dead gimmick. Yeah. Like if they if they want to put like put them together, like all those three people together as a group, I'm fine with that. But not under the retribution banner or like the gimmick. Like just do it as Keith Lee, Mia Yeah, and and uh, Don, Donovan Dajakovic. Like just have just have it like that, like straight up. Like Dajakovic, don't you mean T Bar? Oh yeah, T Bar. And yeah. what were their names? T Bar. His name right. Get his name Mace. right. Mace. T Bar Mace. Mace. Slapjack. Slapjack. And uh, Who's reckoning, reckoning, reckoning. Oh yeah, Xavier Woods keeps saying he, he like he wants to give me reckoning. reckoning. Give me reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> they should have done that. Now they I wonder. <laughs> we all saying I just I wonder if now they're just gonna go off, like split up, or if they, if the group is just gonna go off without Mustafa Ali. And then I really don't know what's left for Ali because I like I like the kind of twist that his character has to him, but. Without the group, does he like still have the same effect to him? I think he could still work, but if he, I actually think he could probably even work better without them. Like if he if he holds that same character, but they don't really give people time. I mean, you could see, you saw those people that Bobby Lashley tried to get to fight Drew. You saw that locker room. Heavy oh my god, not being used for nothing. There's a lot of talent in that locker room, but like all of them stuck on main event, and that's like the. That's like the paradox too. Like once you get like stuck on that like main event loop, people start like undervaluing your talent and saying mm-hmm. like you like you're not talented, you have like no charisma, or like and that might not even be the case. But that's just how you're booked. Like if you're booked just, with like nothing, then how how can you even showcase like any of your skills or like hidden talent? I just don't get how they have time for Braun Strowman every week, but they can't find a spot for Ricochet. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Angel like Garza. Too. Like, on the mic, like, remember, he was doing that, like, gimmick where he had, like, PowerPoint presentations on, like, 205 Live. Like, that's when back, that was back when I watched 205 Live. Yeah. But, like, like, 2017? Like, yeah. It was a so few long. years ago. Yeah. But he was, he was, so he, was he was entertaining with those promos and stuff. And, like, he, he's obviously, like, very skilled in the ring, too. It's so, like, you think they could do, like, something with him. They can't even do anything with Chad Gable. So, so you know, like, everybody else is doomed. Like, they can't figure out, like, what to do with Chad Gable, really. Chad Gable getting time. I like, he I is like now. that tag team. Yeah, guys. that's true. I like the Alpha Academy. But um, on the side of SmackDown, we also saw Biggie and Apollo have another match. Biggie retained. Um, so that's just setting up for our Mania match, which we'll discuss later. And then finally, we have our main event between Daniel Bryan and Roman. This was match of the night for me. I liked even like the slow parts in the beginning, I, I, I just enjoyed the uh, psychology behind it. I thought it was a really mm-hmm. entertaining match. And then finally, at the end, we finally get what we've been wanting to see this entire time, at least for me, 
I would want to see Edge going to his bag, the real Edge, rated R superstar type shit. Real Edge is back. Daniel tried to Daniel tried to cheat. See, this was this what happened with Daniel. I got a problem with Daniel Bryan in this storyline. Because but did he cheat though? Like, yeah, I, he cheated. I, yeah, yeah. It was even, but it was justified though, because Jay Uso he didn't. Blah, 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 I don't remember that. I don't remember that part. Uh, remember Jay, that part. Jay Uso came in and in because he, he had him in the in the he had Roman in the yes lock, and then Jay Uso came in and kicked him, and then kicked Edge. Remember that? He like super kicked Edge, and then he super kicked Daniel Bryan, and then like he brought the chair in the ring, and then like Daniel Bryan like start going off on. Mm-hmm. Brought the chair, tried to hit Roman. Roman says, swoop, duck, pow, oh, edge. edge. Edge like, fuck. Went mm-hmm. to the ground. Uh, what happens after that? Daniel turns around, locks in the uh, yes lock on Roman. It's Roman, tap. Roman, Roman taps a little bit. You could argue it was a twitch. It was a twitch. He had a little scratch. His nose is itchy. Yeah. He's trying to pluck the fingers, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Hypothetically, Daniel Bryan did get Roman to tap out. It wasn't official. The ref didn't see it. Then here comes Edge. Bow! Whacked his ass right in the back with that steel chair. And we see the real Edge. You know Edge really in his back when he started doing that shit with his hair. Oh, he yeah. When he starts like, back and, hair back. Start looking like a real meth head. <laughs> this, this got me excited for this feud because I'm like, yes, we pulling the trigger on this triple threat like we all thought. And now it's finally set. This Friday they announced... The only solution to this, Daniel Bryan keep bitching. So the only solution, the only solution is triple threat at Mania is here. What are y'all thoughts? Dylan, we'll start with you. Uh, I'm not really feeling Daniel Bryan for like this storyline. I don't know why. It's just like I understand if they have a match, but like the way they're like presenting it is like like we're supposed to feel sorry for him, but it's like he lost to him twice. So like he did. Who really cares? That's why I was really feeling for Edge when he came out on Friday. And he was like, "Yo, if you don't stop this, all this talking, then stop bitching. Like you fucking lost twice. Yeah, it's literally keep bitching. Like, I want to keep keep complaining about the what happened in Elimination Chamber. You knew the stipulation going into the chamber. Roman literally said, "I will face the winner mm-hmm. right after." That's true. Right after the chamber, and then what happens? Daniel goes in, he wins it, and then he wants to say, "Oh, well, Roman came out after and he fought me. I was already went through the whole Elimination Chamber." You knew it was what you was getting into when you signed that contract, so I don't want to hear you complaining about it. And then, and the Royal Rumble too. Like he was in the Royal Rumble with it. It'd, be, it'd been one thing if like he wasn't even like in the Royal Rumble. He was like injured. Yeah, you lost competed. the Royal Rumble too. You were in, in the match. Like you could have won it. You could have won the match. Edge came in at number one. Edge brought up some valid points. He said, <laughs> he "I eliminated number yeah, one." Yeah, Edge got eliminated. Like so, I can see. I feel like they, they've done a, like a job. But, like nobody's really like a pure like face really <laughs> in this like except for roman because nobody roman's a heel roman the face because guess oh, what yeah. both of these bum ass niggas need to get out of my paint but I, mean, both he, but I mean he lost technically he, he technically yeah. lost his title at fastlane like he should he should have lost yeah he tapped i'm but... just saying he, he's the face of my mind because i just want to see him spare these niggas the fucking god send him <laughs> the fuck home because both of these bums can come out of retirement acting like they deserve another shot honestly well it won't like, work like a... that that's an interesting point you brought up, though. Like, this is the thing about the three guys, like the three people. Like a few yeah, years like, ago, all their careers looked like it was over. Like Roman Reigns, he left because he he his cancer came back. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan, his head injuries had to retire. Mm-hmm. Edge neck his neck injuries had to retire, and now all three of them are back in the main event of WrestleMania. Like, that's a great yeah. story. Like, I wonder if that was intentional itself. by them, because like the last three times we had to really almost cry from a promo in the ring where somebody had to really come out and make some announcement. It was those three men. And it's like, now here we are. Who would have thought? Yeah. Like that's, that is crazy to think about. Yeah. So, I mean, looking ahead to WrestleMania, now we have that main eventing possibly night one of Wrestle. Oh no, I'm sorry. Possibly night two of WrestleMania. So I, th- I don't think it's possible. I think that's, like yeah, that's, that's the, the main, main event. event. <laughs> night two. Oh yeah. But I really just wanted to discuss now we sort of have a better idea of what the, um, most of the matches for WrestleMania, but as far as night one is concerned, let's talk about what we could possibly see main eventing because, I mean, a lot of people wanted, I know we said it last week, we would like to see Bianca and Sasha main event, but as that feud is going now, would you rather see that main event or Bobby and Drew? I do not want to see Bobby and Drew main event. No. I still I like to see Sasha and Bianca main event. 
I still see like people could say like I think it's I think even like now I think this week it got better too like, as I said before but like people could say like it was a weak feud between Sasha and Bianca but so so was the 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 Bobby Lashley and Drew feud like that's a pretty weak feud like there's there's not there's nothing really to sink your teeth into with that feud as well and at there's least two, in the in at two least two big the, meaty men yeah biggie the biggie yeah. big meaty men <laughs> But at least with Bianca and, and Sasha, like Bianca won the Royal Rumble, which like theoretically gives you the right to main event WrestleMania. So I think that's yeah, so true. Yeah, I don't get what the big discussions about. Like theoretically, she like she's she won, the, she has the right, she won the right to main event WrestleMania. It makes sense. Like main event WrestleMania, like there's not a story that's better than hers mm-hmm. in, in that story. Like that match is gonna make history. Obviously, like the first time two black women are main evented a pay per view. I think ever let alone wrestlemania so i don't i don't really think like it should even be like that much of a discussion i think like that match should main event wrestlemania too many chances for a first time first time two women two black women fought for the for a wwe title whatever first singles match too yeah first singles match the main event it could be a first main event yeah so hey if they want to pull that um pull that for making history go ahead um but as far as the rest of the card for night one, we also got Bad Bunny versus The Miz. I don't know why this isn't a tag team match. I saw that. that I don't know. What I saw what? that that Priest and and Morrison both have minor injuries right now. COVID so, related? Question mark. No, no, not, no. They're out. They're at the show, weren't they? Like, yeah, definitely. John Morrison was there. Okay. So I think I don't think it's I think it's like just like probably like nagging injuries that they had that might prevent them from wrestling at WrestleMania, but. Maybe if like they can get cleared before then, it might like turn into yeah a tag team match. But I'm hoping so because um, give the Miz all his credit. Um, can you really see him carrying a match with Bad Bunny to act for, to where it's actually compelling? And I don't think this match. If it's just a singles match, probably just a five minutes. More than like five ten five minutes. minutes. This, is, this is definitely like the bathroom break uh, match. I, I kind of want to see what Bad Bunny like. Bad Bunny's been like he's been one of the better like celebrities. Like oh, he's there every week. Like this. Yeah. He's like the biggest, the biggest music star in the world right now, and he and he shows up to work. He's just there every single week. Do segments to them. This might be like the best celebrity type appearance they've had since, I mean, since Floyd Mayweather. Would you agree? I, I agree with that because, like, you can tell he's like an actual like fan, and like he respects what they do. Mm-hmm. Like you, you tell he's been putting the work in too. So I'm interested to see like what he actually does like in the ring. And the Miz is taking the loss, like either way. Like I think we all agree that, like the Miz is probably gonna lose that match. Yeah, he, I mean he will gain nothing from winning. So, but um, speaking of things, I'm interested to see what would take place in the ring. I'm definitely looking forward to this Cesaro Seth Rollins match. That that right there has potential to be match of the night, if you ask me. Looking at the card as we see it now. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see Cesaro. Is this Cesaro's first singles match? Yeah, I believe yet. so. I, I believe so. And you know, Seth Rollins is going to get like a Seth Rollins match is going to get lots of time too. So if they give these two like 15, 20 minutes, I think you're right. Like, this could be a match of the night. Like they could steal the show. A lot of do. singles matches this year. I'm, I'm happy about that actually. I feel like too often they just throw a bunch of people multi man matches to get on the show. But now with the two nights, like they can, they can like uh, just allow like two people to get some time. And they just like, Jumble everyone into like a battle royal or like a big ass tag team match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm expecting that to be announced too in like next week or something. Oh, like the Andre Andre Giant, Giant. Giant. yeah, they have that every year, right? Yeah, since 30. That should be like I thought this every single year. Like that should be like a number one contender sh- like shot for like the WWE Universal Title, like at like Backlash or whatever the pay per view after WrestleMania. It means something. Like like that should be like the thing. Like. Like, like, if you want to get people to watch the pre-show and stuff, like, have, like, stakes, like, that high, like, attached yeah. to it. Or like, even, like, a title. Mid, even a mid-card title match. Like, they literally just give them a damn trophy and just say, here, you, you can't even carry this shit, but here. Yeah. Here's the one with the Battle Royale. Like, what do you fucking do? <laughs> they don't even, like, talk about it, really. Like, after they, after they win it, like, Baron Corbin, it's been king of the ring for, like, three years. He's uh, still doing the he's, perma- he's permanent king of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 convinced they brought that tournament back just to give Corbin a new character. Like, <laughs> I think they did too. I did. 
Where's he Gable, been? Gable should have won that match. Like Gable's Chad Gable was getting over huge. <laughs> in that Where's Corbin been? He, he he was on SmackDown like a week ago. Yeah, I yeah he had that match with Sami Zayn. Remember that's promoted like the match. Oh yeah, yeah, the match. <laughs> that was hilarious. Speaking of um, well, I mean we we're gonna get into night too soon, but I am looking forward to him and Kevin Owens squaring off. They, I feel no, like they just did it. They didn't really know like what to do with Sammy for WrestleMania, so it was just like, yeah, go with your. It's, a, your it's best inevitable. Yeah, like that. That's like their, their feud is. I, I, that's part of the thing I like. I love about their feud is that like it's inevitable that these two will always again. like fight. Yeah. They're either gonna be friends or fighting, but they're always gonna be like connected. Now, <laughs> have they ever had? Way. Have they ever had a Mania match together? I feel like they. Yeah, I know they had it a- was a. It was a. It was the ladder match WrestleMania thirty two. Like it was like a multi man. It was for the Intercontinental oh. Championship. That's what oh, Zach yeah, Ryder yeah, won. Yeah, okay, but ne- never one on one at Mania. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's cool. This is dope. Um, we don't want to see Shane versus Bro, so we don't have to talk about that. Um, oh, actually, let's let's just predict what he's gonna jump off of. I predict that he jumps off yeah. of the the ship that's in Ram Jane Stadium for the that the Buccaneers playing. <laughs> he's gonna you jump off the top of there. They gotta figure out a what. They gotta figure out a way to work that in like some kind of cinematic style where like. You ever see no, some shit gonna, where like you gotta do that live? <laughs> they show him like jump. <laughs> they show him jump, and then like you just cut and you see like this fake ass like body like. Um, oh no, Shane's doing that live. This man, this man will not have a stunt double. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, set of mine's gonna have a stunt double. He's like, course some balls. And do that. No, not even a stunt double. Just like a fucking like a doll, like a fake doll with oh, like, no. a, with a jersey on, just like flying through the air. Shane man is the is the crash test dummy. Yeah, stunt double. <laughs> but yeah, my prediction for this match is that it's going to be a, sli- a Nickelodeon slime match. It's going to be <laughs> tubs of slime outside the ring, similar to the uh, champagne, whatever warfare match that was on AEW. Was so, it Mimosa or something? Mimosa, Mimosa, Mimosa Mayhem? Yeah, was it Mimosa Mayhem? That sounds like it, that should have been a name. It wasn't. I think that probably was it. I think uh, it was a name. Yeah. So uh, slime savagery? I don't know. Try to come up with something. Slime sabotage. I don't know. Yeah. Slime, slime slam. Slime slam. Ooh, I like that. I like that. A slime <laughs> slam match. Try to come up with something on the spot, just like how they did with this uh new day. AJ Styles almost match. Came out of the blue. Uh, but that's also gonna be on night one. It's not really I'm much a- to sink our teeth into for that now, but I'm actually I think that match could be I don't think it's gonna be like too long, but like I, I enjoyed the promo that they had. Yeah, that the new day and like AJ and almost did. I think they had like good chemistry on that, and I'm 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 interested. It's interesting to see what Omos can do in the ring. I don't think he's gonna do like too much, mm-hmm. but like we remember when he like kicked the guitar out of Elias's hand. Yeah, like like he has like surprisingly like quick like quick feet. I was like I, that was I was crazy. So I don't know. Now I'm gonna go. Know, I'm gonna see what you do. I'm gonna go on a limb now and say they'll probably take the titles, but also mm-hmm. I see potential for them becoming like a pretty funny like baby face like comedic duo yeah like aj and almost yeah they're like they're the fun they're a funny like odd couple like energy yeah and them. i think um omas has potential to just like have like he has like some kind of weird like comedic element to him where yeah like, he does he he's does. like it's like whatever he does is just like so unexpected at all times <laughs> like he he like he has like the calm demeanor and then like when he did that cool ass like samurai kick i was like what the f-? but yeah i am i am interested to see like what uh, what he can do in the ring, I have a feeling he can move quicker mm-hmm. than what we think he can. Like I think he's going to be more athletic than what we. I think that's why like they're putting him in this match. Like they they've seen him at the performance center and like doing stuff. I don't think they put him in this match if they didn't think that like he could actually like do stuff in the ring. They wouldn't like risk that. What are the odds we see him do a Canadian destroyer <laughs> and then kick out of two? Who does it? Kofi kicks he kicks out too. Yeah, actually, I'm actually interested too in seeing Kofi and uh, AJ. Like, they always have good chemistry when they when they face off against each other. Yeah, you know, AJ can make any match goals. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see how that storyline progresses for them to actually get us to like, if they'll get us to care about. It. I think I think they're just gonna go more into like the comedic bag behind. It. I don't think it's gonna become like yeah, needed, you know what I mean. I don't think it needs to. Yeah. Like, not every few has to be like a blood bad few. Mm-hmm. But then um next along the lines we got night two. This is we have I think this is probably shaping up to be the better night, obviously. Uh, I think they saved the best for last. We have the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match. Then we got the IC title match between Biggie and Apollo Cruz. 
we should uh, give them the props for that now because did we talk about this last week? How that might be like the first one on ones between a black two black men for a title? Oh, at, I think we might touch on WrestleMania. It, uh, if we got too 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 far into it, yeah. Well, I mean, now it's official. We're gonna have mm-hmm. it. Um, we don't have to get into predictions, but I will hope Apollo gets the win. I think he's lost something like his last six IC yeah. t- like championship matches. So I think it's due that he need, he needs to win mm-hmm. at Mania. Now this is one of my favorite feuds right now going on. Would y'all say the same? <laughs> Biggie and Apollo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they brought like a lot of intensity. I, I was I was kind of like lost, sad for right? them. What do you say? Like lost at like what happened at Fastlane. I was yeah, confused. yeah. I was I was it's harder for them. Like what happened there? Like that clearly was not the end of the match. But <laughs> what what happened? Like yeah, I think, were, was... I think his I think Apollo's shoulders like were down like too too far. Like he, he didn't get his shoulder up in time, and then the match like ended abruptly. But like the beginning of that match was like really good. It was like hard hitting, fast paced, mm-hmm. like intense. And then they couldn't get into the second gear because like obviously like that botch happened. So yeah, I wonder if that was intentional or was it part of storyline. But. I wonder if um do you think they'll add like a stipulation to that match or are we just getting straight one on one? I think they should add a stipulation. I think so too. I think they should have like a street fight. Like it's it's gone to the point with personal, but steel stairs them, match. I could see them. They're probably mm-hmm. not going to do that. They're probably not going to give them a, a stipulation for that, especially if like they give like Braun and uh Shane won the the night before. And we got Bray Bray and Randy, which will un- inevitably have a stipulation to it. Yeah. But- so I think they'll probably just have like a straight one-on-one match and then probably like on a SmackDown or something or maybe even like a pay-per-view after have like a stipulation match. Final blow-up match. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we kind of talked about Fiend and Bray a little bit. Um, I mean, do we see the return of Firefly Funhouse or is that going to be like a new th- a new kind of cinematic type of thing? It's like... See, I don't. I don't know. Me a hell match or something. I don't know if they do that now because it worked last year, obviously with no crowd, so you, yeah, you cut away obviously. But now they're gonna have an audience there, so I don't know if they want them to be cutting away for like 20, 30 minutes. And they already did the Inferno the match. It's like mm-hmm. you can't really raise the stakes that much. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Um, that could be the slime slim match. <laughs> please no um oh motor oil match who can make the first person spew out oil from their mouth <laughs> how that how, how would you get how would you get your opponent to spew motor oil you need like papa shango like witchcraft type stuff <laughs> oh papa shango should get involved in the feud red orange should bring in papa shango <laughs> to come back the feud Hey, you can bring on anybody. I mean, apparently anybody can just show up on Raw and demand title matches now. So, uh, shout out to Rhea Ripley. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice transition into yeah. your next match. Rhea Ripley versus Oscar. I mean, I'm actually excited for this match, though. They never they never uh, fought face-to-face yet, so I'm just, so I'm just glad. I'm no excited Charlotte, for it, bro. too. I'm just glad. Uh, hey, hey, uh, well, well, Charlotte's out with COVID right now. But if she yeah. gets clear before Mania, who's to say that they don't just, just throw her in, throw her in, in there again? Just like, WrestleMania Charlotte, 35. Triple Threat Charlotte. Triple Threat Charlotte. Rhea <laughs> <laughs> definitely showed up to Raw and asked for a title match. She was like, uh, can I have a, a Raw match? <laughs> See, she's match? smart. See, we're really smarter than everybody else. Like, yeah, Dana Brooke <laughs> and Mandy Rose just like, and Payton Rose just like complaining that they're not getting their opportunity. It, it was easy as just showing up. Just walk on the feud. Just walk well, on I mean, the like, WrestleMania match. Done. She is a former champion. So, I mean, and, and NXT, though. She's a finalist, finalist in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is true. See, well, see, winning the Royal Rumble didn't really do anything. I mean, winning or losing, she 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 lost the Rumble and still got that the up. still got the title match. Oh, just like a white woman. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. She got the haircut too now. <laughs> didn't even have to win to get that spot. Mm-mm-mm. But um, yeah, we don't have to get into predictions, but. I think we said that, but we like predicted like yeah, I know, all the matches. I know, but, I know. We, we get into our early predictions, but I mean, we we did kind of mention I think two weeks back talking about how at Survivor Series we could see um, Bianca versus Rhea. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so this I think Clash of Titans. This probably is. I don't want to see Oscar lose it at Mania because I want her to get a Mania win. But yeah, I could. Yeah, I think I think she like needs. But then they also had Rhea Ripley lose at Mania last year too. So So I feel like she'll be fine. They both lost at Mania last year. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So, but I don't know. I feel like that'll really hurt Rhea if she loses two times in a row. But will hurt her Oscar more because Oscar kind of had a weak reign. So far. I feel like it hurt. I feel like it hurt both of them, but I feel like it'll hurt Oscar more. Now hold up, the Oscar have a weak reign, or this is it just a weak division? Because it's been booked weak, so I think the the reign's been weak. Like, like the, yeah. I think it's I think it's I think it's not her fault. Said. Yeah, it's not her fault. It's, it's not. It's no fault of Oscar. It's the booking. It's the division being being like shallow. Like, there's been a lot of factors that yeah. that go into it. Like. You had Lacey Evans getting pregnant, so like that took a pay per view match away. Even though that wasn't that 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 that, that match wasn't even about her. That was about like Charlotte and Lacey that feud. And, I feel like, like Oscar's the third wheel on it. I feel like if Oscar had never, I mean not Oscar, if Lacey had never got pregnant, we probably would be seeing Charlotte versus Lacey Evans for the title at Mania. I think we would too. Yeah. I think yeah. we would too, which is yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look what God did. Yo, God. I mean, I'm not trying to say. Uh, prayers up to Charlotte. I hope she recovers soon. But hey, I did not want to see another Charlotte match either. So it's some kind of it's some kind of divine intervention going on right now. But let's not dig too deep into that bag. Uh, we already talked about the main event for night two. Well, I'm not gonna say that about COVID. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. That's, I'm not trying to say that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, I, I hope she recovers fine. But you know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad other women are getting a shine right now. You know, this is like. This is one of the first manias where it's like only one of the four horsewomen are are in like a main event title match. Like, and it's the one that 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 didn't. Well, I guess Bailey never got the the chance to to main event either. I'm upset Bailey doesn't have a spot on this card right now. She should have been a host of WrestleMania instead of Hogan. Yeah, if they didn't have a spot for her. Like, can you imagine her doing like that? Like doing like stuff throughout the yeah the ding dong throughout like the show and stuff. I think she'd be great at that. Yeah, but. We gotta have uh they need to put a plug on Hogan, man. They need to do something. They need to do something. It's not enough backlash online about this. Come on, y'all. Damn, we don't want to see Hulk like, Hogan. They're, they're, they're not gonna. They're not gonna do anything about it. Like they're yeah. not gonna do anything. My thing is like, is he gonna have multiple segments throughout the show? Like, are we gonna constantly see this guy? Well, you know something, brother. He's gonna get cheered too because it's Florida. Like Florida is oh, gonna cheer God. him. So they're gonna be like, they're gonna cheer, be like, see, you were right, like, oh like, God. they're cheering Hogan. I need to make sure I'm drunk for that show. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we we talked we talked a lot about the triple threat coming up. I think, I think honestly, they got to the point booking that storyline. I think I'm most excited for that match now. I think that's the um that's my highlight match. At first, I wasn't really that excited to see Roman versus Edge. So now that Daniel's inserted, I do think. I do think that that has a lot of uh, it's very enticing now. You think that Jimmy Uso gets involved in that match somehow? Hmm. Any interference? I mean, Jimmy it, Uso? yeah, I think probably, but I don't think it's gonna cost Roman the match or anything. But I don't think I don't think he's gonna be interfering like against Roman. I think if anything, he might like be there to help. See, it, it would have been different too, because if Christian never signed with AEW, because then I would have said like Christian might interfere, but like I don't know. Everything's been like changed, so I I couldn't see Christian interfering for a heel edge to help him, but yeah, I don't know. And Daniel Bryan doesn't really have. Well, I guess he has Kane. That's his tag partner, but Kane wouldn't be. Kane's going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, that is true. Yeah, that, but that'd be over, that'd just be way overbooked. Can you imagine that? <laughs> like Jimmy Uso runs Kane's out, Christian runs out. Oh yeah, this ain't, this ain't AEW. This is not AEW. We're not gonna have all these run-ins happening. This is not WrestleMania 2000. Like they're not gonna yeah. have like a big man in every quarter. But yeah, Hall of Fame announcements. Also, we got the Great Khali. Are y'all excited about that? I mean, don't move the needle. Former world champion. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised, but you know, shout out Great Khali. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I figured we should just give them a shout out real quick since uh since that is also what happened this week. But also, oh, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff as well, yes. Um, making headlines this week, probably the saddest news we've heard, at least for us as wrestling fans, but not for the man himself. 
Andrade has officially been granted his release from the WWE. After weeks of uh, speculation that he requested his release, he confirmed last week that he did, the rumors were true and that he did in fact request for his uh, contract to be terminated. And then now I think coming out after, on probably on Monday, right? The news came out that he was released. And this is just sad news, man. Andrade, he just has so much potential. He's still a really young dude. I think he's only like 31 years old. And then now sucks to see first um first Thea Trinidad was gone and then now Andrade. His character went stale. They really just iced him. After uh after Zelina left, it was just like we hadn't seen him. So I don't know. Do y'all think he should have stuck around a little bit, or do you think this is the best move for him? Uh I think he, this is the best move. Like they, they, they clearly weren't gonna use him and I don't think that he wanted, like, he was like, oh, get, put me in the main event or or I'm leaving. I think he just wanted to be used, like, at all. And they clearly, like, weren't doing anything with him. Like, they they, they didn't even put him on main event or anything. He was just sitting at home or yeah. catering the entire time. So, like, he, there's no use in him wasting his, like, prime just, like, sitting around, especially, like, somebody as good as him. So, I think it's the best move for him to leave the company. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I'm too good for this shit. Yeah, he really is. Exactly. He is he really good is. for shit. Now, what do y'all see? Um, what do y'all think is like the best move for him going forward? Because honestly, he could pop up anywhere mm-hmm. and be a main eventer. He could, I mean, he could show up on Impact tomorrow and be the champ. Because you know how slim name main event scene is. But for me, I just think anywhere but AEW is the best option for him. I think New Japan definitely is the best. Why, why do you not say AEW? Because be a good we, option for him. we've already seen so many people jump ship from WWE and go over there. And uh, air their grievances about it, get get all bitter, and get into the. But, but why does he have to air air his grievances? Like who, I don't know, but that, well, that's I mean, just the, I don't know why. That just... That's that's the formula for them, though. Like it's no, but like who, anybody... but who did that besides uh besides Miro? I think Miro was the only one. Like Christian didn't say anything about Christian. Didn't say, I mean Christian didn't say shit when he first came out, but I mean he's 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 it's, had his it's just the like the slight, the slight jabs. It's just the slight little jabs here and there. I think um, Matt Cardona might have said something's a little small. I'm not sure. I forget. But but just besides that point, I just think their booking doesn't really show that they know what to do with these guys once they go over there. Like, look at Miro. He's he's in a few right now over fucking video games. Um, I mean, we haven't really seen much from Christian yet, but I just feel like they won't know what to do with Andrade. I think the best – I mean, honestly, the best – case scenario for him in aw would be to do something similar to what pence is doing where it's like he has like this uh translator with him i think that's kind of like a cool thing but you can't have two people doing that same thing i mean if you came with, with selena vega like yeah that would be the only like thing manager that would be the only case really but yeah. I, I don't know i just i just don't think aw will handle him that well i think the safe bet is to go to new japan link up with naito and um yeah, just just keep putting on put on five star matches down there. I think that's probably the best like talent pool for him to face too. And, I think like, too, the style for him to work. I think he should go to AEW right now though for like a different reason, just because like the I feel like the scenes like too like bloated right now. Like maybe like a few months down the line, he can yeah. he can show up. But like I think right now it's like too like clogged like at the top and then like the middle right now in AEW. So I think he'd probably be best like you go like like you said like New Japan or even like an ROH or somewhere and like and like be there for a little bit and then like he can probably jump to AEW like sometime down the road. Mm. Dylan, where where would you want Andrade to go? Oh, I agree. Uh, I'd send to like New Japan or something. Even though I don't really watch it because it comes on at like like um, three in the morning, like. <laughs> I do be yeah. watching like matches sometimes. I can't imagine him in AEW either. All right. No. I'm not sure why. I just I, I can't picture it. I can't I just can't picture it going well. Like I I just don't see like what opportunities he has for them. Cause I feel like now, even now what the talent they have, they don't really use everyone that's really on a roster. Like I could just see him popping up one week and the next thing you know, he's on dark every damn week on YouTube. Yeah. Like, what's the point in that? So, I mean, wrestling matches. Yeah. I think uh, I kind of just want to see him going like going kind of like a world tour, like where he can go to Mexico 
and he could just like tour in New Japan too. So I, I think that's probably what he's gonna do. Just like something that gives him the freedom to go travel different places, work for yeah. different promotions. I think like, that's he should go on just like a, a belt collectors tour, just like keep running around, snagging all these titles. Yeah, I like that. Like him not signing like one contract, like to be exclusive with like one company. And especially now, was like wrestling opens up more mm-hmm. as like as a vaccine gets more widely distrib- distributed. Like, I think like, the independent scene is going to start coming back more. So definitely. So I think within like the next few months, like that should blow up more. But then again, like who is on the independent scene right now? Really, like everybody. It seems like everybody's like signed to a, a company. Yeah, an exclusive now. contract, right? Yeah, which is which I I could see was like also probably like just because like the pandemic and like so much like uncertainty like you can't continue to be like an independent wrestler and make a living really with like so few shows that you have. So I feel like a lot of impact people tend to jump around a little bit, but yeah, they they have freedom to to move around some promotions. I mean, even if he went to impact, like just thinking about that prospect, I I mean. I want, I want, I think you could see him there, but I want him to come when there's fans. Yeah, <laughs> like totally. I can't like him, him and just showing up and it's like, I hate and, like it's an empty arena. Like that makes uh, just speaking of um, I like that. Speaking of that, it makes Kenny Omega just look so whack. Like when they like try to make this big deal, they're like Kenny Omega's coming to Impact, and he comes up as just like and just nobody. It's oh just yeah, crickets, <laughs> Kenny Omega, he's, he's making a, he's really making an impact here. <laughs> there's nobody fucking here. Yeah, it's just like uh, I, I wish they, ass, they don't have a they don't, arena. They don't have a roster big enough too to do like. That's what I'm saying. Like their main event scene is so slim. Their main <laughs> event scene is so slim. That's why I'm like, if he really were to go to Impact, he could just take that title off of Rich Swan right now. Rich but Swan is their Omega's main is taking that off of him. Kane Omega's yeah. taking that title off of him. I hope I don't. So. See, I don't see how Impact benefit from this. Like I guess they could build up something eventually take know. it off of like Kenny Omega. I don't know. Apparently, Kenny Omega is such a draw that he he's gonna bring attention to Impact. But according to last week, he made another appearance on Impact. I didn't see it, but they drew their like lowest rating. So, but then again, who watches Impact really that much? Yeah, like, exactly. like Impact's on like was it Access TV mm-hmm. or Twitch? And how many people are watching like weekly like wrestling shows on Twitch? The hardcores. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Kenny, like, Kenny's like not a... bringing he's not bringing in anyone new to the mm-hmm. to the product. So it's like. What is, what is the point of this? Like you said, I, I don't know what impact is gaining out of this unless they go full steam ahead with some kind of merger. I don't know how that would work out it's, with the logistics between the, the different networks and everything, but. And it's not like Kenny Omega is like just appearing on impact this week. Like, it's not like he's like, oh, like if you want to see me this week, like see me on impact. I'm like, no, like two days later, he's, or no, not two days. Like, one day later. One day later, 24 hours later, he's on, he's on AEW <laughs> doing, doing the same shtick. Like mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't it doesn't make a difference like like that he's there really right and Rich Swan never shows up on on AEW like if you're gonna have that like have Rich Swan show up on AEW that's like, why attack, I like I guess I guess I might be jumping the gun here because that that could be something that happens like as you get closer to that match but we get, we didn't see that in the build up to their six man tag team match yeah we saw we saw. Anderson Gallows show up, but we haven't seen the Impact Wrestling Champion mm-hmm. like show that's, up. It doesn't make sense. I mean, that's why when it was first happening, I was kind of excited to see where it would go. But it's it seemed like it's kind of like a, it's dead now because I thought we were going to get a lot of like cross promotional activity. I know it was rumors like Sammy Guevara was going to go over to Impact, but then they couldn't work out those kinks between mm-hmm. how he was booked. So yeah, private party and Impact for like two weeks, and now yeah. like, that didn't really go anywhere. So yeah, it's it's like. Impact is borrowing some of AEW's talent, but AEW's like, uh, y'all can just y'all can stay over there, I guess. Like, yeah, it would be a way bigger promotion for for Impact. If they showed up on AEW. Yeah, I hope they merge. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, or I hope they just keep the doors open for like. Yeah, I just hope they have a working relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if Impact was gonna die, they would have died already. They're, Impact they're does cockroach. not die. Impact, Impact yeah, professional wrestling. <laughs> dead ass, dead ass. They be going through fucking nuclear explosions, still living. The whole company they rebranded, and it's, it's like, wow, can't believe it. After all these years, I remember back in like 2006, watching like Christian run run the show on there, watching fucking Kurt Angle snap Samoa Joe. Like TNA used to be the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like TNA, like TNA 
like I feel like TNA was better than WWE, like like 2006. Yeah, like the at some point it was. Yeah, it had like, that like it had that uh kind of like extreme feel to it too. It had like, like they, they went yeah, so hard for a bag a little bit. They had like legends like Sting, Kurt Angle, and then the you six, had like guys like like Chris Jade and like showing up like carrying TNA. The six had a ring help too. Mm-hmm. The X Division, yeah, AJ Styles, Mojo, the Alpha Male, Mountie Brown. Like he he was one of my favorites back in the day. I remember, um, I remember seeing our truth team up with Pac-Man Jones. Oh yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" And then that was the the the, the debut of one Xavier Woods. That's Consequences Creed because because they signed yep. Pac-Man Jones to a contract, even though his NFL contract stated that he couldn't have any contact like whatsoever, could not take one bump <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah. ring. I distinctly remember him just standing around, just being there. He literally could not take any bump. He could not. Any like physical contact with anybody? That's hilarious. <laughs> Still signed up to deal with tag team champion. TNA was in their bag, but hey, since we mentioned him very briefly, uh, I did kind of want to talk for a sec about the elite implosion that happened on AEW. Are they are they officially done? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was an interesting segment. It it, it kept me a little a uh, little engaged. Uh. Yeah, I think I think they are. I like I can't see the young bucks like uh joining forces with Kenny at this point. So I think they're they're finally like split off all the elite to doing like their own things. Because mm-hmm. they already had like Cody. Like Cody was Cody barely already, even like yeah. do did anything with them like to start with AEW. It was really just them three. Adam Page. <laughs> Adam Page was like gone, like they already he was like ostracized like immediately <laughs> for the group. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, now, it's basically just like Kenny and the Bucks. So, yeah, I think I think they're just going to go their separate ways. The elite is over. Um, another thing that's over is the WWE's racist content being featured on any <laughs> streaming service and platforms. Peacock is has the right to censor, pun intended, and they are officially pulling the plug, trying to scrub their uh, little network deal with the WWE of a few things that they don't really like. And now the irony about this is they have a the biggest show of the year coming up with a known racist hosting the show. Um, but really, I just wanted to talk about like the potential of this bleeding over into like future content. Cause it's like, we never really saw the WWE in a situation where they have to answer to a higher up or, you know, get like things changed from like under their umbrella due to someone else, like an outside force saying, hey, that's not cool. You can't do this. So do y'all think like it's a potential that this could be like an influence to like the future relationship of the companies? Like can Peacock now have control over additional things outside of this? Like, what do y'all think? I don't think they're going to have control over like stuff that happens like in the company really but they yeah. have the right to censor shit yeah this own. is just their library just whatever is in like their library they're gonna have the right to to censor that but like as far as like current stuff i don't think they're gonna have like much of a say in that but it's interesting to me because it's like it's a lot of stuff back then that would not fly now so it's mm-hmm. like are they gonna cut anything like extreme like too like anything too violent is that gonna also be scrubbed but that like, stuff has been on the network though for years like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of the stuff has been on the network for years now like, racist content you can pull the plug on that for me but mm-hmm. when it comes to like showing things that are like too violent i wonder if that's going to also cross the lines too and, and then that would be kind of wipe out the all of ecw's libraries that would be kind of whack there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in ecw from like racist sexist homophobic stuff like yeah. they're they're gonna have to wipe out like actually a lot of attitude era they're gonna be like wrestling started in 2010 that's, that's <laughs> gonna be like. nothing before this <laughs> nothing nothing before this happened yeah. <laughs> can you imagine being like the intern though that has to go through seventeen thousand hours <laughs> network footage <laughs> just to see if it, if it measures up to the standards and practices of peacock like that guy that, that person they're gonna need uh therapy after that yeah what were you saying Dylan? no i was just gonna say they have to edit a bunch of clips of vincent man saying the n-word yeah thanks 
Yo, they definitely have like a whole team behind that. But I want to, I want to know, like, they should do a W twenty four on the decision to do that segment. Like, who came up with that? It was probably Vince. <laughs> but who? Did any, nobody throughout the day told him, like, "Hey, Vince, uh, maybe you shouldn't do this segment. Maybe you shouldn't say the N word." <laughs> it would never. TV. That would not be a full thirty minute episode. That would literally be a minute long. This man just saying, "I wanted to do it, so I did it." Oh, it's like I said it. It's like remember that one time I wore a do rag for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what what was the deal about that? Like, what made him think, "Oh, I'm ECW champion. I gotta wear a do rag now." That must mean like do rag Vince. <laughs> Like what in the world? Hey. Yeah, the waves. He's swimming. He was swimming. Hey man, but, can you imagine um, that Mr. Man with waves? He comes in <laughs> waves and, like pure steers. Waves are spinning. That was that. Wait, that was after he cut his hair, right? Or was that before? Yeah, that's when he was bald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's when he got his head shaved. Some he said my waves about me on swim. What you mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much covers everything that happened in the week. I mean, if y'all wanted to talk a little bit about NXT, we can. We got that uh that show coming up. I forget what it's called. It's like a two-night event. Oh, my, my main concern is why does Tommaso Ciampa look like he's 68 years old now? <laughs> what the hell is happening to him? <laughs> he need to do it. It's the hair. It's all gray. His beard's mm-hmm. all gray now. Like This man is 35 years old. He's like the ultimate case of somebody who just like did not get their haircut since COVID, and it's just like. But he was a ball. He like he shaved that. He shaved that like, off. Yeah, he, he gotta do something with that man. He's got shaved that off. He was bald before. Just mm-hmm. take it off. <laughs> but we got him versus Walter. That should be fire. Oh yeah, that should be a that should be a great um, match. Appearance aside. You know what else we got? Finn Ballard and uh, Karrion Cross. Finn Balor has been like. On another level right now in, yeah. the, in the ring. He's been putting on three Argu- matches. Every arguably time. the best champion in the WWE right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I would put him up like from an in-ring neck standpoint. And neck with, yeah, neck and neck with Roman. Not that character wise, but definitely, yeah, in ring, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, did we speak about Karrion Cross on here before? Um, I think very briefly. Yeah. Um, didn't get too deep in him. We have a take on Karrion Cross. I mean, he didn't do much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's how needle. I feel. Like, I like his look, but like, I feel like his move set just seemed kind of limited to me. You no, know? like, his finisher is dry. I think that I think that's what we talked about on the on the show. Like, he just has like a forearm that just like hits you in the back of the head, and like you just knocked out. Like, I feel like NXT has a lot of characters that like have like amazing entrances and stuff, but mm-hmm. like their characters like don't go too much beyond that. <laughs> yeah, who else would you say like is along that list? Hmm, who else? Now that now that you brought this up, uh, trying to think. Dexter Loomis. Oh, uh, well, actually, I'm not, Dexter, I, 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 I like I his character. Like yeah, but as far as in ring, I, I like. Mean, he don't really. He doesn't. I really think. Impressive. I think Cameron Grimes is the best character in yeah, NXT right yeah. now. That's undisputed right now. He, he's so funny. Unintended. Oh, undisputed. Like, oh, yeah, that's something like Dylan and I were talking about earlier. Like with, I feel like a lot of times in NXT, like you only have like two feuds you have like two great wrestlers just facing each other mm-hmm. and then you have tag team like breakup like implosion i feel like those yeah, are the two ooh, main feuds they stick with Corey. yeah yeah weird. i'm definitely excited for this though because this is the first time we're seeing this in a wwe uh ring at but adam cole and kyle they're gonna go at it I don't think they did. They add a stipulation to that. No, they said. I don't think so. They said. Well, I mean, William Regal did say like you can't be held liable for anything that happens. Oh, like, that's true. So I thought they were gonna go like unsanctioned or something crazy, but you think it's? Too, I think it might be too early to do unsanctioned. Yeah, because yeah, like, this is their first match. Because they're gonna. Like, this, this is gonna be a few month long feud, and I think at some point like Roddy's gonna get involved. He's gonna be involved in the match somehow. Ooh, I don't know can, we, can we get a triple be. threat? Could we get a triple threat? I think down the line, you. I think I think whatever uh, Roddy's involvement in this match is going to set up like the, the the next few. I mean, the next pay per view that they have with each other. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe he'll yeah. be like a. I could see him being like a special guest referee for something. And he and like you saw that Kyle like said that like it's between me and Adam. Like you're not involved in this. And he was like, Man. He's like He's like, screw both you guys. Yeah, yeah. Go like, home. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he did. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Bobby Fish is just at home eating chips. Like damn. he's just, he's just, Bobby Fish is he's like reading all QAnon and conspiracies. <laughs> he said I left for I left for a month and y'all just implode. This is over. Bobby Fish is Bobby Fish is on Reddit reading uh, QAnon conspiracies. That's what he's doing. Yo, facts. Bobby Fish about to be a backstage producer after this because I don't see shit for him if they all break <laughs> up. They all just gonna go separate ways. Yeah, Bobby Fish it. is like, how old is Bobby Fish? He's got to be like mid 40s. He's the oldest one, yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, might be time for early retirement, Bobby. But that doesn't mean anything in wrestling, especially nowadays. Like, you got people, what? Yeah. In the 50s, like in the main event picture. That 64 year old Sting. Yeah. Out there every week. Not wrestling, I mean, he's, but he's out there every week. He's been propped up by the rest of the three men that's in the ring with him. And and when it comes to the tag team with him and Kyle, he was obviously the Marty Jannetty of the group. So it was like, what's left for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm in out. What's left for this NXT card? We got the ladder match between Big Hit, Big Head Jordan Devlin, and um, the bobblehead. Yeah, and, uh, small body. <laughs> it looks like it looks like Finn Balor got put in a dryer. That's what he yeah. looks like. <laughs> like I was like, am I bugging? It was like his head big as shit. Like I know I'm not the only one that sees it. He like he looks like he's the proportions of like a little person, but he's not a little person. It's it's very strange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that le- that match should be dope, but um, I want uh, what's his name to win? Damn, what's his name? Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar. Yeah, I keep I keep thinking his old name, El Fantasma, whatever. But yeah, I like Santos Escobar. So hoping he goes over, and then we got that confusing ass. Well, I don't know what William Regal said on Wednesday. He said it's going to be a fucking 12-man battle royal. The six men to win this shit get a fucking going to be in the gauntlet match and the fucking final person to win the gauntlet. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know what's going on. Anyway, the winner of that is going to face Johnny Gargano. Do y'all have any like early predictions on who it might be? Uh, I think it could be uh, Pete Dunn. Probably. Pete Dunn, that'd be solid. Uh, Pete Dunn. I was kind of, I was kind of confused why they like. Is Pete Dunn a heel? Yeah, that's why I was like, maybe not because they both heels, but that'll be a dope match. I think you think it's gonna be like somebody like debuting in NXT, like who? No, I mean, I think, have. I think the obvious choice is Dexter Loomis, just because he. Was oh yeah, Dexter Loomis. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's he's obvious. in there, so yeah. I think yeah, I think he's probably got it locked in. They seem pretty high on Dexter. No? Just as long as it's not Velveteen Dream. <laughs> yeah. Dream is not even damn. Dream not even in that match. Talk about a downfall. This nigga really the R. Kelly of wrestling, yo. But he's employed still for some reason. They, they have this panel. Like I don't understand. They can't do anything with him. Like ever again, basically. Damn. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked. Yeah, last time they put him on TV, people were like, "What the fuck?" They're like, "Why would you show him?" Damn. He had the fucking up. He, he, he had, he had the, the bag, and then like, like he'd be somebody that you do like a thirty for thirty. Like, uh, he was just like how, how they like blew their potential. Like, nigga, you had to be that horny. You went to your oh my god, DM the fucking underage uh, kids, like underage oh, little boy. Come on, man. Damn. But hey, I hate to end the show on a sour note like that. Duh. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, that <laughs> pretty much dark wraps, there. That wraps up uh all that's going on or all that happened this week. I mean, we got a lot of this is pretty much a big setup conversation because we still got like i said we're in the mix of the road to wrestlemania and all the big shows so we'll have a little bit more to work on next week what we're only what two weeks out from next week it'll be the week before right next week it'll be the last week before the shows mm-hmm. or is it two weeks out oh no two weeks out okay so yeah next week we'll probably it's, have it's our april 11th right april yeah. 11th and 12th next week we'll have probably our official prediction show for the Oh, wait, no, maybe not. We'll see. But, yeah, y'all got any final thoughts before we close this out? Uh, fuck Ronald Reagan. Hey, oh, yeah. facts. Let's go yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Fuck Ronald Reagan. Um, I'm going to say fuck Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, watch, watch the Reagans on uh, Showtime, too. Watch that documentary series, four parts. Oh, damn. Is it, it going to make me angry? Oh, yeah, it's going to make you angry, but it's going to make you understand America more and how and how we got to where we got. Mm, I don't like when movies make me angry. <laughs> was that like 
what's that? What's the what's pig from uh, Looney Tunes? Oh, wait, Elmer Fudd. Yeah, Elmer oh, Fudd. Wait. No. Oh, no, that's, no, 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 that, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I got it. Pig. <laughs> but yeah, I might check that out. I finally finished that damn Snyder cut. Oh, I haven't gotten into that yet. I have not finished it. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, I'm disappointed. I gotta, you gotta make that like an event. You gotta like plan out your day. Oh, around. yeah. I mean, I, I watched it in four <laughs> sittings. It took me four sittings. I literally just watched each part individually. <laughs> Too damn much. Do you think that you absorb the full context of the movie? Full context it? of nothingness? Yes. Yeah. yeah there was so, a lot of parts of them just flying around. I was really lost. <laughs> yeah. A lot of slow motion shit. Like, you probably could have trimmed the fat on this. Need an editor. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Subject to Change. It's been a uh, solid show this week. Um, we're going to be back next week with more, uh, more high spots. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. You can follow your boy at Vince McMahon's on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, uh, y'all want to plug y'all shits? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Chad Gelfin and check me out at Wrestling State and Fan Sites Daily DT. Oh. Yo, <laughs> it's uh, you can find me out at Slim and Sensei. No. Sounds good. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been your boys, the Fabulous Three Bros. And we are going to check y'all out next weekend. Thank you. Peace.